is Shell Sorrow, and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. I'm so grateful that you are here and that we are on this awakening journey together, oh, and that you share this medicine with those that you think would get value, and that is a beautiful contribution to how our community continues to grow and evolve and expand worldwide. And if you're brand new to Fire and Soul, I want to say welcome. We are truly all in this together, and we need each other more now than ever ever. There has been a beautiful new great wave in this mass awakening and many of you may be feeling into that and feeling supported in knowing that the numbers are growing, knowing um, that more people are getting curious and asking questions and yes, awakening. And that was really highlighted by the passing of Queen Elizabeth II only to then to be highlighted by uh, the anniversary of 9-11, and to see how many people were coming out to speak truth. Now, on the flip side of that, and this is actually why I didn't come on the mic last week, because I needed to take a few days to just really go inward and be with what I was feeling. It was an initiation for me as I was observing uh, so many of my community members or those that I, I engage with on social and how they... I thought, I assumed, which of course we know better than to do, but I assumed that they were on a very similar awakening journey that I'm on. And based on their mainstream eulogies um, and or even comments about 9-11, uh, showed the opposite, right? And so what that highlighted for me was just how multifaceted this all really is and how deeply mind-controlled and programmed uh, so many people still are. And of course, we've spoken about this many, many times and I'll, I'll continue to share it because this is what I believe with every fiber of my being, that we, and I'll speak for myself, that I am not here to wake anyone else up. I am here to wake myself up more fully and deeply. And that means awakening myself into the privacy of my own heart, my nervous system, my mind, my own thoughts, my own biases, my own beliefs that I might not even be aware of are still there, i.e. the assumption that somehow certain people should be on a very similar awakening path that I'm on. And when they're not, do I make meaning about that? Do I judge? Do I separate? Do I divide? Do I shame? And there was a little bit of that going on for me as I watched so much of this play out over the course of multiple days. And so for that, I knew, okay, here I am in the middle of another initiation. And by the way, take this example of what I've just shared as mine for anything that may be playing out in your life, in your circumstances, in your relationships, 
or whatever, right, is in your field of awareness. Anytime we want to look to the external and shame or blame or judge or gossip, it's always a beautiful invitation for us to just flip the mirror right onto our own lives and be willing to do a deep, honest look within. As we live deeper in the heart, the mirror gets cleaner and clearer. clearer. I love that poem by Rumi. And so what I noticed for me is that what was starting to show up was sadness and then disappointment. You know, certain people that I'd considered mentors and it was like, wait, I thought you knew better than that. Oh wait, do you know better, but you're just saving face so that you won't destroy you know, your legacy and then lose followers because, because you're not saying something about it that, that would be part of the mainstream eulogy or are you completely unawake to it or are you awake to it and contributing to it? I don't know, right? How am I supposed to know? And quite frankly, it's none of my business. And that goes back to, I'm not here to wake anyone else. And it's not my business what anyone else's journey is because everybody is on their own. And I really do live and lead by that for the most part. But these days where it was just like so monumental, it was just so ever pervasive, right? That not all, not all awakening paths are made the same, A and B. Don't assume that just because you might've thought someone was on an awakening path doesn't mean they are or ever will be or should be. Back to, we're not here to wake anyone else up. We're here to awaken ourselves more deeply and fully. So as I went inward and I really sat with all of that, um, I was able to reflect on, okay, yeah, that's just because I want more people to see it. And that right there is a core wound in this state of awareness that I'm in that it's not in my control. The only thing that's in my control is how I be with the parts that are hard for me to be with about my own experience in life. So how do we face what's coming? It starts there, right? So if we want to experience the light, the love, the abundance, the quantum realm, the divine consciousness, the all that is, ever has been, and ever will be experience in this prime reality that I truly can be our experience known as heaven on earth, then it can't be without also being with the dark, the shadow, the opposite of the light. You know, I've shared that here so many times and it's to the degree that we can be with our own darkness is to the degree that we can be with the light. And so that's within and without. So it's easy to look outside and to say, that's dark, that's evil, that's bad, that's wrong, right? Without ever taking a deep inquiry in our own lives and seeing what we don't want to face about ourselves. So there's a lot of people in this awakening path that have been studying this agenda for as long as you can probably record in history that know that there is a big event coming, right? And many of us can feel it. It's palpable. And a lot of that can be experienced by like these really sharp, um, 
strong surges of anxiety or panic or fear or grief or rage and or a desire just to over drink, overeat, over scroll, be obsessed with like social media, distracting ourselves, right? Because we don't want to feel that surge that's in the collective because it actually is happening. And so if we can't learn to regulate our own nervous system and to be with what's already there that we've been suppressing and numbing for as long as we can possibly remember in ways that we do, then how can we possibly face what's coming on the external? Because it is. And we know that it is, and it's going to be hard, and it could be deemed as very, very scary unless you've learned, unless you've cultivated self-trust to be with the hardest parts within yourself, in your own immediate circumstances and family, etc., that then to that degree, you can be with anything and everything on your path. You'll be rooted in your personal power. You can choose to stand in the eye of the storm with great unwavering faith that spirits got you, right? And that you can be with anything and everything. So that's what we have to do right now more than ever is to be with it all. Don't say, oh, I don't want to do that. It's too hard. Or, oh, I just want to bypass and go right to the light. If we're not learning to integrate our own shadow within and without, then how can we possibly be with what we know is coming? I love what Dr. Joe Dispenza said, and I know he has deeper meaning than what it may look like on the surface uh, on social media, because I know people that work for him personally, and they've spoken very candidly about the fact that he's also very much on the awakening journey. And I love this post that he put out um, about a week ago now. And it's this, trusting, loving, believing, staying relaxed and awake, embodying joy in these open-hearted states. We're not waiting for the event. We know the event is going to happen. So it's like you learn to feel the feelings ahead of the experience. You're not waiting for something to happen outside before undergoing a profound inner transformation, right? So how do we do that in real life? You no longer are willing to suppress and numb and and avoid what is yearning and longing and demanding for your attention deep within. What could that look like? Unworthiness. The obsession of what would others think if I actually shared that or said that or did that. I don't know if I'm really lovable. Something's wrong with me. I'm not good enough. All of the bullshit programming that we have been conditioned by since the beginning of time. None of that is true, but what we often want to do is just bypass that shadow work that is the very pearl to our purpose and go right to the light because that's just easier, but it's not sustainable. And we never learn the most important quality that will help us on our awakening path, which is cultivating true self-trust that we can be with everything and anything within and without. And see, when we learn to do that first with ourselves, 
that no matter what is thrown in our direction, that will be temporary, that requires deep abiding faith, trust, and surrender, how can we possibly do that on the macro when we haven't learned to do that within our own minds? So that is the invitation. How to face what's coming is how to be with what is. This is your true potency. This is your true power. A couple of weeks ago, I put out a solo and it was around some of the greatest gifts of this awakening. And with the benefit of hindsight, the greatest gift is cultivating self-trust. I don't think I languaged it in exactly that buttoned up perspective, but that is it. And that is what, when we learn to cultivate that, my friend, then we get seated at the throne of divine intuition and we are led, we are guided, we are supported and well resourced. But many of us want that without doing the deep inner work that causes the transformation from within to be with anything without. Does that make sense? So I'll give you an example of how this worked for me in real time. So I recently was watching the Inspired channel on YouTube um, led by Jean and Christy Nolan. They're a married couple and it's a fabulous channel. And, and, uh, and so there were some interviews with David Icke. Now I'd heard about David Icke for most of my life, um, never really delved into any of his work, but also he had done quite a few bit of interviews on a channel that I also watch on YouTube called London Real by Brian Rose. And I watched those interviews and I was just like, yeah, this, this is not easy to listen to at all. Um, but there's some resonance with what David Icke was saying, you know, after 32 years of studying this and being so brave and courageous, and he's not everybody's cup of tea and I can't even say he's mine. But as I was watching these latest interviews on the inspired channel, uh, and I'll leave that link in the resource for you to check it out if you'd like. Um, I, felt called to order David Icke's brand new book. I think it's his 24th book. I'd never read a book ever that he's ever put out, but, um, I was like, well, I'll take a listen, 18 plus hours of a listen, but narrated by him. And I was like, well, let me just dive in. Well, about three quarters of the way through listening to this audio, I noticed that I was in massive contraction. I was just feeling less joy, less love, less abundance, less beauty and grace and the all that isness of so much of my journey these days. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely in a frequency that, that doesn't feel in flow. And, and so I started to feel a little bit scared and, and then I was like, oh gosh, do I got to get out of California? So then I started to attach to more resonance of fear and worry about the future. And certainly knowing that I know there is a big event coming, um, that is planned and they're in direct headway for it. Um, and then of course he speaks about it so viscerally and I was like, oh man, I'm in this now. And so then what I did is I caught it. And I came back to present moment and I was able to soothe my nervous system by listening to lower self, shadow self, being so afraid, be feeling so alone. That was another part of, of what was coming up for me is I feel so alone in this. And who can I talk to about this? Because my world felt really small at that point. And so I recognized that and then I was able to put myself into a beautiful frequency of knowing that I am guided, I am loved, that I can trust, that I have faith, 
that I have everything within me to be with anything on my path, including this that feels really scary, but yet I still feel called to listen to the rest of the book, knowing though that I could make the distinction of not getting pulled in to a negative frequency, just taking it as information, leaving what I didn't want and running with what I did. But what happened for me was this beautiful gift as I went into a glorious meditation and some tears were streaming down my face as I, as I recognized that I was in the divine realm. And I got a message that I wanted to share with you. This is very much a part of how to face what's coming, which really should be called how to face what is because that's the real invitation. What is that you don't want to look at? So what I heard, and I'm going to paraphrase it because it was so divine. It was a soft, clear message of you are made in the image and likeness of God. You are a part of the divine realm that always has been and forever will be pure spirit, unconditional love, super consciousness. And as you are living in this 3D reality known as Earth, it is Mother Gaia. It's also one of the 12 archangels. And there is a harmonious vibrational frequency that you can clearly see as evidence in the divine intelligence and the creative process of Mother Nature. You are nature as nature. So when you learn to surrender, to be in that frequency, to be in the harmonious vibration of the ascension into the 5D, which I do believe is an opportunity right now, but it will be based on the consciousness of humanity, but it can start now a heaven on earth frequency known as my prime reality right here and right now. When you tune into that vibration, and you get into that flow and frequency, you will be divinely guided, led, and supported in the highest and best for your journey. Trust. Be in faith and fully surrender. And from there, I'm telling you, it has been the most glorious several days where I'm like back in that, that expanded awareness of looking at the birds, the trees, and it's like, it, it's like magic with this awe and wonder and reverence for life. And this experience and this embodiment of feeling wholly alive. And in that frequency, there's no fear, only faith, only love, which is the ultimate transformer. But I first had to be with the fear be with it. Give it a seat at the metaphorical table. Listen to it. Learn from it. And utilize it as an ally to move me through it, alchemize it to get me to the truth. That's how to face what's coming because we can be with what is. But we cannot bypass that, my friend. That is the biggest misnomer. And unfortunately, I think part of self-development that doesn't serve us because we are in soul work here. 
Self-development is separation from all that is. When we tune into this tapestry, we can be with it all because we know that the light doesn't exist without the dark. It's part of the universal law. So when we can allow ourselves to go into the quantum realm, we can be with the ebb and flow of the universe as us, right? The divine intelligence of mother nature can weather storms and droughts and hurricanes and whatever may be that's the necessity for the evolution of the expanded awareness and the allness and isness that is happening, that's always evolving. So the invitation here is to be with what you've been afraid to be with, to love it, to learn from it, and then to ultimately lead with it, embodiment, faith over fear. And that is what I wanted to share with you. And hopefully that landed right where you needed it because we're, we're, we've got some tricky times ahead of us. And I don't need to spell it out because Lord knows there's plenty of resources out there for you. And everyone's trying to seek external validation and ask all the experts and all the channels and all the guides like, come on, we're going to make it right. Humanity's one, right? The light is really one, right? Have you won in your own nervous system? Can you stand in the eye of the storm and say, bring it on? I know who I am. I am one with spirit because it is the truth. And there's so many beautiful souls that are out there leading the way, warriors of the heart, so brave, so courageous. So I want to leave um, a few resources for you, if you feel called, that have been helpful for me really along my journey, but there's a couple of things in particular recently that um, I found great grace in as I'm deepening into my own awakening. So one is the high wire, the highwire.com. There's a particular episode that just came out called, uh, jonesing for the truth. And it's episode 285. And anytime that I'm working with a client or speaking with a friend or someone that I care about, and I know that the awakening shell is beginning to crack and they, they want a resource. I oftentimes refer them to the high wire because it's, it's such a legit, uh, place with all of their information backed by legit and sound resources. Um, and anyway, so this particular episode has Mickey Willis, uh, who's behind the Plandemic series and Plandemic 3 called The Great Awakening is coming out, I think by the end of this year, as well as J.P. Sears. So they talk about, they just had this amazing conversation. And then he brings Alex Jones on, uh, much to the dismay of many of his viewers. And he's now up to like 12 million viewers per episode, which is pretty freaking remarkable. Um, and that's just growing and expanding every single week. Um, and so that was a fascinating conversation to tune into. And then I watched this amazing, um, episode. I can't remember the name of the show, but you can search this on Gaia if you are a member. And it was called the courage to confront evil with Carolyn Mace. She's incredible. Many of you may know of her and I absolutely love her. 
And uh, she speaks about evil in a way that I'm referencing here. We so easy want to say that evil is something out there and it's so bad, it's so horrific, it's, it's all that we've been scared to believe is true, but what about the evil within ourselves that we're so afraid to look out, right? And she breaks it down in ways where you're like, wow, when I can be with that, I can be with anything. So really developing and cultivating more self-trust, more self-awareness, Oh, and a way to be in the world with just this beautiful self-love and acceptance and courage and bravery. And then, of course, I shared about the Inspired YouTube channel, which is awesome. And then if you feel called, you can check out uh, London Real um, as well on YouTube. So I'll leave these links in the show resources for you. And that brings me to then another opportunity to connect and to cultivate more self-trust self-love, self-acceptance along a soul, alongside a soul-aligned community that's on the awakening journey just like you in its soul circle. I've shared about this many times. I postponed the official cart open uh, for reasons that I was just feeling into and now I know that it was the right and most aligned thing to do. So we kicked that off for a three-month awakening journey on September 26th. It's very, very minimal investment and uh if you feel called to learn more or to possibly join us, it would be such an honor to deepen my connection with you as a result of you listening to this podcast and wanting to meet other like-minded, like-hearted souls just like you so that you know for sure you are not alone and we are strengthening our self-trust, our self-love together. So that is at michelle-sorrow.com slash soulcircle. And I will also leave that link in the show resources and it would be incredible to be on this journey with you. With that said, my friends, be free and sovereign. Know you have everything in within you already to face, yes, what is coming, but what is happening within that maybe you haven't wanted to take a look at. And maybe today will be the impetus for you to lift the lid, to take a breath. Be courageous and listen, learn, and love. I love you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.